Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Cambodia. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's.media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Cambodia, officially the Kingdom of Cambodia, is a country in mainland Southeast Asia, spanning an area of 181,035 square kilometers, 69,898 square miles, bordered by Thailand to the northwest, Laos to the north, Vietnam to the east, and the Gulf of Thailand to the southwest. The capital and most populous city is Phnom Penh. In 802 AD, Jayavarman II declared himself king, uniting the warring Khmer princes of Chenla under the name Kambuja. This marked the beginning of the Khmer Empire. The Indianized Kingdom facilitated the spread of first Hinduism and then Buddhism to Southeast Asia and undertook religious infrastructural projects throughout the region. In the 15th century, Cambodia experienced a decline of power and in 1863, it became a protectorate of France. After a period of Japanese occupation during the Second World War, Cambodia gained independence in 1953. The Vietnam War extended into the country in 1965 via the Ho Chi Minh and San Trails. A 1970 coup installed the U.S.-aligned Khmer Republic, which was overthrown by the Khmer Rouge in 1975. The Khmer Rouge ruled the country and carried out the Cambodian genocide from 1975 until 1979, when they were ousted in the Cambodian-Vietnamese War. The Vietnamese-occupied People's Republic of Kampuchea became the de facto government. Following the 1991 Paris Peace Accords which formally ended the war with Vietnam, Cambodia was governed by a United Nations mission, 1992-93. The UN withdrew after holding elections in which around 90% of the registered voters cast ballots. The 1997 coup d'etat consolidated power under Prime Minister Hun Sen and the Cambodian People's Party, CPP. While constitutionally a multi-party state, CPP dominates the political system and dissolved its main opposition party in 2017, making Cambodia a de facto one-party state. The United Nations designates Cambodia as a least developed country. Cambodia is a member of the United Nations, ASEAN, the RCEP, the East Asia Summit, the WTO, the non-aligned movement and law francophonie. 
Cambodia is a dialogue partner of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Agriculture remains the dominant economic sector with growth in textiles, construction, garments, and tourism leading to increased foreign investment and international trade. Cambodia is considered among the most vulnerable countries to climate change. There exists sparse evidence for a Pleistocene human occupation of present-day Cambodia, which includes quartz and quartzite pebble tools found in terraces along the Mekong River, in Stung Trang and Krati provinces, and in Kampot province, although their dating is unreliable. Some site archaeological evidence shows communities of hunter-gatherers inhabited the region during Holocene. The most ancient archaeological discovery site in Cambodia is considered to be the Cave of Long Spin, which belongs to the Hoabinian period. Excavations in its lower layers produced a series of radiocarbon dates around 1600 BC. Upper layers in the same site gave evidence of transition to Neolithic, containing the earliest dated earthenware ceramics in Cambodia. Archaeological records for the period between Holocene and Iron Age remain equally limited. A pivotal event in Cambodian prehistory was the slow penetration of the first rice farmers from the north, which began in the late 3rd millennium BC. The most curious prehistoric evidence in Cambodia are the various circular earthworks discovered in the red soils near Mehmet and in the adjacent region of Vietnam in the latter 1950s. Their function and age are still debated, but some of them possibly date from 2nd millennium BC. Other prehistoric sites of somewhat uncertain date are Samrongsen, not far from the ancient capital of Udom, where the first investigations began in 1875, and Phum in the northern province of Bantiminchi. Iron was worked by about 500 BC, with supporting evidence coming from the Karat Plateau in modern-day Thailand. In Cambodia, some Iron Age settlements were found beneath backside Champkrong and other Angkorian temples while circular earthworks at the site of Lavia a few kilometers northwest of Angkor. Burials testify to improvement of food availability and trade and the existence of a social structure and labor organization. Different kinds of glass beads recovered from several sites across Cambodia, such as the Phum Sne site in the northwest and the Prohir site in the southeast, suggest that there were two main trading networks at the time. The two networks were separated by time and space, which indicate that there was a shift from one network to the other at about 2nd to 4th century AD, probably due to changes in socio-political powers. During the 3rd, 4th, and 5th centuries, the Indianized states of Funan and its successor, Chenla, coalesced in present-day Cambodia and southwestern Vietnam. For more than 2,000 years, what was to become Cambodia absorbed influences from India, passing them on to other Southeast Asian civilizations that are now Thailand and Laos. Little else is known for certain of these polities, However, Chinese chronicles and tribute records do make mention of them. It is believed that the territory of Funan may have held the port known to Alexandrian geographer Claudius Ptolemy as Katigara.
The Chinese chronicles suggest that after Jayavarmana of Chenlant died around 681, turmoil ensued which resulted in the division of the kingdom into land Chenla and water Chenla which was loosely ruled by weak princes under the dominion of Java. The Khmer Empire grew out of these remnants of Chenla, becoming firmly established in 802 when Jayavarman II reigned c. 790 c. 835 declared independence from Java and proclaimed himself a Devaraja. He and his followers instituted the cult of the God King and began a series of conquests that formed an empire which flourished in the area from the 9th to the 15th centuries. During the rule of Jayavarman VIII, the Angkor Empire was attacked by the Mongol army of Kublai Khan, however, the king was able to buy peace. Around the 13th century, Theravada missionaries from Sri Lanka reintroduced Theravada Buddhism to Southeast Asia, having sent missionaries previously in 1190s. The religion spread and eventually displaced Hinduism and Mahayana Buddhism as the popular religion of Angkor, however it was not the official state religion until 1295 when Indravarman III took power. The Khmer Empire was Southeast Asia's largest empire during the 12th century. The empire's center of power was Angkor, where a series of capitals were constructed during the empire's zenith. In 2007, an international team of researchers using satellite photographs and other modern techniques concluded that Angkor had been the largest pre-industrial city in the world with an urban sprawl of 2,980 square kilometers, 1,151 square miles. The city, which could have supported a population of up to 1 million people in Angkor Wat, the best known and best preserved religious temple at the site, still serves as a reminder of Cambodia's past as a major regional power. The empire, though in decline, remained a significant force in the region until its fall in the 15th century. After a long series of wars with neighboring kingdoms, Angkor was sacked by the Ayutthaya kingdom and abandoned in 1432 because of ecological failure and infrastructure breakdown. This led to a period of economic, social, and cultural stagnation when the kingdom's internal affairs came increasingly under the control of its neighbors. By this time, the Khmer penchant for monument building had ceased. Older faiths such as Mahayana Buddhism and the Hindu cult of the God King had been supplanted by Theravada Buddhism. The court moved the capital to Longbeck where the kingdom sought to regain its glory through maritime trade. The first mention of Cambodia in European documents was in 1511 by the Portuguese. Portuguese travelers described the city as a place of flourishing wealth and foreign trade. Continued wars with Ayutthaya and the Vietnamese resulted in the loss of more territory and Longvek being conquered and destroyed by King Narejuan the Great of Ayutthaya in 1594. A new Khmer capital was established at Odong south of Longvek in 1618, but its monarchs could survive only by entering into what amounted to alternating vassal relationships with the Siamese and Vietnamese for the next three centuries with only a few short-lived periods of relative independence. 
The hill tribe people in Cambodia were hunted incessantly and carried off as slaves by the Siamese, Thai, the Annamites, Vietnamese, and the Cambodians. In the 19th century, a renewed struggle between Siam and Vietnam for control of Cambodia resulted in a period when Cambodia became the Tetan province of Nguyen Vietnam, during which Vietnamese officials attempted to force the Khmers to adopt Vietnamese customs. This led to several rebellions against the Vietnamese and appeals to Thailand for assistance. The Siamese-Vietnamese War 1841-1845 ended with an agreement to place the country under joint suzerainty. This later led to the signing of a treaty for French protection of Cambodia by King Norodom Prongborak. In 1863, King Norodom, who had been installed by Siam, sought the protection of Cambodia from Siam by French rule. In 1867, Rama IV signed a treaty with France, renouncing suzerainty over Cambodia in exchange for the control of Batambang and Siam Reap provinces which officially became part of Siam. The provinces were ceded back to Cambodia by a border treaty between France and Siam in 1907. Cambodia continued as a protectorate of France from 1867 to 1953, administered as part of the colony of French Indochina, though occupied by the Japanese Empire from 1941 to 1945, and briefly existing as the puppet state of Kingdom of Kampuchea in mid-1945. Between 1874 and 1962, the total population increased from about 946,000 to 5.7 million. After King Norodom's death in 1904, France manipulated the choice of King and Sisawath, Norodom's brother, was placed on the throne. The throne became vacant in 1941 with the death of Monavong, Sisawatha's son, and France passed over Monavong's son, Monareth, feeling he was too independently minded. Instead, Noradam Sananauk, a maternal grandson of King Sisawath, was enthroned. The French thought Yin Sananauk would be easy to control. They were wrong, however, and under the reign of King Noradam Sananauk, Cambodia gained independence from France on November 9, 1953. Cambodia became a constitutional monarchy under King Norodom Sanok. When French Indochina was given independence, Cambodia lost hope of regaining control over the Mekong Delta as it was awarded to Vietnam. Formerly part of the Khmer Empire, the area had been controlled by the Vietnamese since 1698 with King Che Chet II granting the Vietnamese permission to settle in the area decades before. This remains a diplomatic sticking point with over one million ethnic Khmers, the Khmer Krom, still living in this region. The Khmer Rouge attempted invasions to recover the territory which, in part, led to Vietnam's invasion of Cambodia and deposition of the Khmer Rouge. In 1955, Sanok abdicated in favor of his father to participate in politics and was elected prime minister. Upon his father's death in 1960, Sanok again became head of state, taking the title of prince. 
As the Vietnam War progressed, San Elk adopted an official policy of neutrality in the Cold War. San Elk allowed the Vietnamese communists to use Cambodia as a sanctuary and a supply route for their arms and other aid to their armed forces fighting in South Vietnam. This policy was perceived as humiliating by many Cambodians. In December 1967, Washington Post journalist Stanley Carnot was told by San Elk that if the U.S. wanted to bomb the Vietnamese communist sanctuaries, he would not object unless Cambodians were killed. The same message was conveyed to U.S. President Johnson's emissary Chester Bowles in January 1968. However, in public, San Elk refuted the right of the U.S to use airstrikes in Cambodia, and on March 26th he said these criminal attacks must immediately and definitively stop. On March 28th a press conference was held and San Elk appealed to the international media, I appeal to you to publicize abroad this very clear stand of Cambodia, that is, I will, in any case, oppose all bombings on Cambodian territory under whatever pretext. Nevertheless, the public pleas of San Elk were ignored and the bombing continued. Members of the government and army became resentful of San Elk's ruling style as well as his tilt away from the United States. While visiting Beijing in 1970, San Elk was ousted by a military coup led by Prime Minister General Lan Nal and Prince Sisawath Sirik Matak. U.S. support for the coup remains unproven. However, once the coup was completed, the new regime, which immediately demanded that the Vietnamese communists leave Cambodia, gained the political support of the United States. The North Vietnamese and Viet Cong forces, desperate to retain their sanctuaries and supply lines from North Vietnam, immediately launched armed attacks on the new government. The king urged his followers to help in overthrowing this government hastening the onset of civil war. Soon Khmer Rouge rebels began using him to gain support. However, from 1970 until early 1972, the Cambodian conflict was largely won between the government and army of Cambodia and the armed forces of North Vietnam. As they gained control of Cambodian territory, the Vietnamese communists imposed a new political infrastructure, which was eventually dominated by the Cambodian communists now referred to as the Khmer Rouge. Between 1969 and 1973, Republic of Vietnam and U.S. forces bombed Cambodia in an effort to disrupt the Viet Cong and Khmer Rouge. Documents uncovered from the Soviet archives after 1991 revealed that the North Vietnamese attempt to overrun Cambodia in 1970 was launched at the explicit request of the Khmer Rouge and negotiated by Pol Pot's then second-in-command, Nguyen Chia. NDA units overran many Cambodian army positions while the Communist Party of Kampuchea, CPK, expanded their small-scale attacks on lines of communication. In response to the North Vietnamese invasion, U.S. President Richard Nixon announced that U.S. and South Vietnamese ground forces had entered Cambodia in a campaign aimed at destroying NBA base areas in Cambodia, see Cambodian incursion. 
Although a considerable quantity of equipment was seized or destroyed by U.S. and South Vietnamese forces, containment of North Vietnamese forces proved elusive. The Khmer Republic's leadership was plagued by disunity. In 1972, a constitution was adopted, a parliament elected, and Ma Nau became president. But disunity, the problems of transforming a 30,000-man army into a national combat force of more than 200,000 men and spreading corruption weakened the civilian administration and army. The communist insurgency inside Cambodia continued to grow, aided by supplies and military support from North Vietnam. Pol Pot and Aung Sari asserted their dominance over the Vietnamese-trained communists, many of whom were perched. At the same time, the CPK forces became stronger and more independent of their Vietnamese patrons. By 1973, the CPK were fighting battles against government forces with little or no North Vietnamese troop support, and they controlled nearly 60% of Cambodia's territory and 25% of its population. The government made three unsuccessful attempts to enter into negotiations with the insurgents, but by 1974, the CPK were operating openly as divisions, and some of the NBA combat forces had moved into South Vietnam. More than two million refugees from the war lived in Phnom Penh and other cities. On New Year's Day 1975, communist troops launched an offensive which, in 117 days of the hardest fighting of the war, led to the collapse of the Khmer Republic. Simultaneous attacks around the perimeter of Phnom Penh pinned down Republican forces, while other CPK units overran fire bases controlling the vital Lower Mekong resupply route. A U.S.-funded airlift of ammunition and rise ended when Congress refused additional aid for Cambodia. The La Nau government in Phnom Penh surrendered on April 17, 1975, just five days after the U.S. mission evacuated Cambodia. The Khmer Rouge reached Phnom Penh and took power in 1975. Led by Pol Pot, they changed the official name of the country to Democratic Kampuchea. The new regime modeled itself on Malas China during the Great Leap Forward, immediately evacuated the cities, and sent the entire population on forced marches to rural work projects. They attempted to rebuild the country's agriculture on the model of the 11th century, discarded Western medicine, and destroyed temples, libraries, and anything considered Western. Estimates as to how many people were killed by the Khmer Rouge regime range from approximately 1 to 3 million. The most commonly cited figure is 2 million, about a quarter of the population. This era gave rise to the term killing fields, and the prison till slain became notorious for its history of mass killing. Hundreds of thousands fled across the border into neighboring Thailand. The regime disproportionately targeted ethnic minority groups. The Cham Muslims suffered serious purges with as much as half of their population exterminated. Pol Pot was determined to keep his power and disenfranchise any enemies or potential threats and thus increased his violent and aggressive actions against his people.
forced repatriation in 1970 and deaths during the Khmer Rouge era reduced the Vietnamese population in Cambodia from between 250,000 and 300,000 in 1969 to a reported 56,000 in 1984. However, most of the victims of the Khmer Rouge regime were not ethnic minorities but ethnic Khmer. Professionals, such as doctors, lawyers, and teachers, were also targeted. According to Robert D. Kaplan, eyeglasses were as deadly as the yellow star as they were seen as a sign of intellectualism. Religious institutions were targeted by the Khmer Rouge particularly fiercely. Religion was so viciously persecuted to such a terrifying extent that the vast majority of Cambodia's historic architecture, 95% of Cambodia's Buddhist temples, was completely destroyed. In November 1978, Vietnamese troops invaded Cambodia in response to border raids by the Khmer Rouge and conquered it. The People's Republic of Kampuchea, PRK, was established as a pro-Soviet state led by the Kampuchean People's Revolutionary Party, a party created by the Vietnamese in 1951 and led by a group of Khmer Rouge who had fled Cambodia to avoid being purged by Pol Pot and Tom Mok. It was fully beholden to the occupying Vietnamese army and under the direction of the Vietnamese ambassador to Phnom Penh. Its arms came from Vietnam and the Soviet Union. In opposition to the newly created state, a government in exile referred to as the Coalition Government of Democratic Kampuchea, CGDK, was formed in 1981 from three factions. This consisted of the Khmer Rouge, a royalist faction led by Sanauk, and the Khmer People's National Liberation Front. Its credentials were recognized by the United Nations. The Khmer Rouge representative to the UN, Thion Prasath, was retained, but he had to work in consultation with representatives of the non-communist Cambodian parties. The refusal of Vietnam to withdraw from Cambodia led to economic sanctions by the US and its allies. Peace efforts began in Paris in 1989 under the state of Cambodia culminating two years later in October 1991 in a Paris Comprehensive Peace Settlement. The UN was given a mandate to enforce a ceasefire and deal with refugees and disarmament known as the United Nations Transitional Authority in Cambodia, UNTAC. In 1993, the monarchy was restored with Noradam Sanauk reinstated as king and the first post-war election was coordinated by UNTAC. The election was won by Funsenpec led by Sanauk's son Ronarid in a hung parliament. A power-sharing agreement was agreed with Ronarid and Hunsen of the Cambodian People's Party both simultaneously being co-prime ministers after the CPP threatened to secede part of the country if power was fully transferred to Funsenpec. The stability established following the conflict was shaken in 1997 by a coup d'etat led by the co-prime minister Hun Sen, who ousted Ronarid and other parties represented in the government and consolidated power for the CPP. After its government was able to stabilize under Sen, Cambodia was accepted into the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, 
ASEAN on April 30, 1999. Norodom Siamoni was crowned Cambodia's king in 2004 after his father Sedanok's abdication. During the late 1990s and early 2000s, reconstruction efforts progressed which led to some political stability through a multi-party democracy under a constitutional monarchy although since rule has been marred by human rights abuses and corruption. Cambodia's economy grew rapidly in the 2000s and 2010s and it received considerable investment and infrastructure development support from China as part of its Belt and Road Initiative. A UN-backed war crimes tribunal, the Khmer Rouge Tribunal sought out to investigate crimes committed during the democratic Kampuchea period and prosecute its leaders. However, Hun Sen has opposed extensive trials or investigations of former Khmer Rouge officials. In July 2010, Kong Kekyu was the first Khmer Rouge member found guilty of war crimes and crimes against humanity in his role as the former commandant of the S-21 extermination camp and he was sentenced to life in prison. In August 2014, the tribunal sentenced Q Sam Phan, the regime's 83-year-old former head of state, and Nuan Chia, its 88-year-old chief ideologue, to life in prison on war crimes charges for their role in the country's terror period in the 1970s. After the 2013 Cambodian general election, allegations of voter fraud from opposition party Cambodian National Rescue Party led to widespread anti-government protests that continued into the following year. The protests ended after a crackdown by government forces. The Cambodian National Rescue Party was dissolved ahead of the 2018 Cambodian general election and the ruling Cambodian People's Party also enacted tire curbs on mass media. The CPP won every seat in the National Assembly without major opposition, effectively solidifying de facto one-party rule in the country. The global COVID-19 pandemic spread to Cambodia in early 2020. Despite minimizing the disease's spread for much of 2020, the country's health system was put under strain by a major outbreak in early 2021, which prompted several lockdowns. It also had a severe economic impact, with the tourism industry particularly affected due to international travel restrictions. Prime Minister Hun Sen assumed office 30 years ago and is one of the world's longest serving leaders. He has been accused of crackdowns on opponents and critics. In December 2021, Hun Sen announced his support for his son Han Mane to succeed him after the next general election in 2023. In October 2022, Hun Sen warned CPP members that the country's newest and largest opposition party, the Candlelight Party, may be dissolved before the 2023 general election. The warning comes after a June 2022 lawsuit filed by the National Election Committee against the party's deputy president, Sun Chai, accusing him of defamation by speaking out against electoral fraud by the CPP. A July 2023 Human Rights Watch report showed numerous and significant election fraud and vote tampering in the June 2022 commune elections. 
In July 2023 election, the ruling Cambodian People's Party CPP, easily won by landslide and flawed election after disqualification of Cambodia's most important opposition, Candlelight Party. On August 22, 2023, Han Mane was sworn in as the new Cambodian Prime Minister. Cambodia has an area of 181,035 square kilometers, 69,898 square miles, and lies entirely within the tropics, between latitudes 10 degrees and 15 degrees north, and longitudes 102 degrees and 108 degrees east. It borders Thailand to the north and west, Laos to the northeast, and Vietnam to the east and southeast. It has a 443-kilometer, 275-mile coastline along the Gulf of Thailand. Cambodia's landscape is characterized by a low-lying central plain that is surrounded by uplands and low mountains and includes the Tunnel Sap, Great Lake, and the upper reaches of the Mekong River Delta. Extending outward from this central region are transitional plains, thinly forested and rising to elevations of about 650 feet, 200 meters, above sea level. To the north, the Cambodian plain abuts a sandstone escarpment, which forms a southward-facing cliff stretching more than 200 miles, 320 kilometers, from west to east and rising abruptly above the plain to heights of 600 to 1,800 feet, 180 to 550 meters. This cliff marks the southern limit of the Dangrek Mountains. Flowing south through Cambodia's eastern regions is the Mekong River. East of the Mekong, the transitional plains gradually merge with the eastern highlands, a region of forested mountains and high plateaus that extend into Laos and Vietnam. In southwestern Cambodia, two distinct upland blocks, the Kraven Mountains and the Damriai Mountains, form another highland region that covers much of the land area between the Tunnel Sap and the Gulf of Thailand. In this remote and largely uninhabited area, Phnom Moral, Cambodia's highest peak rises to an elevation of 5,949 feet, 1,813 meters. The southern coastal region adjoining the Gulf of Thailand is a narrow lowland strip, heavily wooded and sparsely populated, which is isolated from the central plain by the southwestern highlands. The most distinctive geographical feature is the inundations of the Tunnel Sap, measuring about 2,590 square kilometers, 1,000 square miles, during the dry season and expanding to about 24,605 square kilometers, 9,500 square miles, during the rainy season. This densely populated plain, which is devoted to wet rice cultivation, is the heartland of Cambodia. Much of this area has been designated as a biosphere reserve. Cambodia's climate, like that of the rest of Southeast Asia, is dominated by monsoons, which are known as tropical wet and dry because of the distinctly marked seasonal differences. 
Cambodia has a temperature range from 21 to 35 degrees Celsius, 70 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit, and experiences tropical monsoons. Southwest monsoons blow inland bringing moisture-laden winds from the Gulf of Thailand and Indian Ocean from May to October. The northeast monsoon ushers in the dry season, which lasts from November to April. The country experiences the heaviest precipitation from September to October with the driest period occurring from January to February. According to the International Development Research Center and the United Nations, Cambodia is considered Southeast Asia's most vulnerable country to the effects of climate change alongside the Philippines. Nearly all provinces in Cambodia are affected by climate change. Rural coastal populations are particularly at risk. Shortages of clean water, extreme flooding, mudslides, higher sea levels and potentially destructive storms are a particular concern, according to the Cambodia Climate Change Alliance. Climate change has also had a major impact on water levels, ecology and productivity of the tunnel sap in recent years, affecting the food security and agriculture of a large proportion of Cambodia's population. Cambodia has two distinct seasons. The rainy season, which runs from May to October, can see temperatures drop to 22 degrees Celsius, 72 degrees Fahrenheit, and is generally accompanied with high humidity. The dry season lasts from November to April when temperatures can rise up to 40 degrees Celsius, 104 degrees Fahrenheit around April. Disastrous flooding occurred in 2001 and again in 2002, with some degree of flooding almost every year. Severe flooding also affected 17 provinces in Cambodia during the 2020 Pacific Typhoon season. Cambodia's biodiversity is largely founded on its seasonal tropical forests, containing some 180 recorded tree species and riparian ecosystems. There are 212 mammal species, 536 bird species, 240 reptile species, 850 freshwater fish species, tall sap lake area, and 435 marine fish species recorded by science. Much of this biodiversity is contained around the tall sap lake and the surrounding biosphere. The Tall Sap Biosphere Reserve is a reserve surrounding the Tall Sap Lake. It encompasses the lake in nine provinces, Kampong Tom, Sam Reap, Batambang, Persit, Kampong Chang, Banti Minchi, Palin, Otter Minchi, and Priyavihir. In 1997, it was successfully nominated as a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve. Other key habitats include the evergreen and dry dipterocarp forests of Mandalkiri Province, protected by Kiyosama Wildlife Sanctuary, Phnom Pritch Wildlife Sanctuary, and Sripak Wildlife Sanctuary, as well as Ratnikiri Province and the Cardamom Mountains ecosystem, including Priya Manavong National Park, Bodhamsakir National Park and the Penang Oral Wildlife Sanctuary and Penang Samkos Wildlife Sanctuary. 
The Worldwide Fund for Nature recognizes six distinct terrestrial ecoregions in Cambodia, the Cardamom Mountains Rainforests, Central Indochina Dry Forest, Southeast Indochina Dry Evergreen Forest, Southern Anamite Range Tropical Forest, Tall Sap Freshwater Swamp Forest, and Tall Sap Mekong Peat Swamp Forest. The rate of deforestation in Cambodia is one of the highest in the world and it is often perceived as the most destructive, singular environmental issue in the country. Cambodia's primary forest cover fell from over 70% in 1969 to just 3.1% in 2007. Since 2007, less than 3,220 square kilometers 1,243 square miles of primary forest remain with the result that the future sustainability of the forest reserves of Cambodia is under severe threat. In 2010 to 2015, the annual rate of deforestation was 1.3%. The environmental degradation also includes national parks and wildlife sanctuaries on a large scale and many endangered and endemic species are now threatened with extinction due to loss of habitats. Reasons for the deforestation in Cambodia range from opportunistic illegal loggings to large-scale clearings from big construction projects and agricultural activities. The deforestation involves the local population, Cambodian businesses and authorities as well as transnational corporations from all over the world. Plans for hydroelectric development in the greater Mekong subregion, by Laos in particular, pose a real danger to the food supply of Vietnam and Cambodia. Upstream dams will imperil the fish stocks that provide the vast majority of Cambodia's protein and could also denude the Mekong River of the silt Vietnam needs for its rice basket. The rich fisheries of Tal Sap, the largest freshwater lake in Southeast Asia, largely supply the impoverished country's protein. The lake is unusual. It all but disappears in the dry season and then expands massively as water flow from the Mekong backs up when the rains come. Those fish are so important for their livelihoods, both economically and nutritionally, said Gordon Holgreave, a professor at the University of Washington. He points out that none of the dams that are either built or being built on the Mekong River are pointing at good outcomes for the fisheries. In the 2010s, the Cambodian government and educational system has increased its involvement and cooperation with both national and international environmental groups. A new National Environmental Strategy and Action Plan NESAP, for Cambodia is to be implemented from late 2016 to 2023 and contains new ideas for how to incite a green and environmentally sustainable growth for the country. National politics in Cambodia take place within the framework of the nation's constitution of 1993. The government is a constitutional monarchy operated as a parliamentary representative democracy. The Prime Minister of Cambodia, currently Han Manet, is the head of government, while the King of Cambodia, currently Noradom Siamoni, is the head of state. The Prime Minister is appointed by the King on the advice and with the approval of the National Assembly. 
the Prime Minister and the Ministerial appointees exercise executive power. Legislative powers are shared by the Executive and the Bicameral Parliament of Cambodia, Sophia Tamnang Riastra, which consists of a lower house, the National Assembly, Ratha Sophia, and an upper house, the Senate, Protho Sophia. Members of the 123-seat National Assembly are elected through a system of proportional representation and serve for a maximum term of five years. The Senate has 61 seats, two of which are appointed by the King and two others by the National Assembly, and the rest elected by the Commune Councillors from the 24 provinces of Cambodia. Senators serve six-year terms. On October 14, 2004, King Noradam Siamoni was selected by a special nine-member Royal Throne Council, part of a selection process that was quickly put in place after the abdication of King Noradam Sanauk a week prior. Siamoni's selection was endorsed by Prime Minister Hun Sen and National Assembly Speaker Prince Noradam Ramarid, the King's half-brother and current chief advisor, both members of the Throne Council. He was enthroned in Phnom Penh on October 29, 2004. Officially a multi-party democracy, in reality, the country remained a one-party state dominated by the Cambodian People's Party and Prime Minister Hun Sen, a recast Khmer Rouge official in power since 1985. The open doors to new investment during his reign have yielded the most access to a coterie of cronies of his and his wife, Bun Rainey. Cambodia's government has been described by Human Rights Watch's Southeast Asian director, David Roberts, as a relatively authoritarian coalition by a superficial democracy. Prime Minister Hun Sen vowed to rule until he turned 74. His government was regularly accused of ignoring human rights and suppressing political dissent. The 2013 election results were disputed by the opposition, leading to demonstrations in the capital. Demonstrators were injured and killed in Phnom Penh where reported 20,000 protesters gathered, with some clashing with riot police. From a humble farming background, Hun Sen was just 33 when he took power in 1985 and was by some considered a long-ruling dictator. Hun Sen was succeeded by his son Anmane as Prime Minister in August 2023 following an election that was deemed to be neither free nor fair. Hun Sen remains the de facto ruler of Cambodia through his continued leadership of the Cambodian People's Party. Since the 2017 crackdowns on political dissent and free press, Cambodia has been described as a de facto one-party state. The foreign relations of Cambodia are handled by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs under Prak Sakhon. Cambodia is a member of the United Nations, the World Bank, and the International Monetary Fund. It is a member of the Asian Development Bank, ADB, ASEAN and joined the WTO in 2004. In 2005, Cambodia attended the inaugural East Asia Summit in Malaysia. Cambodia has established diplomatic relations with numerous countries,
the government reports 20 embassies in the country including many of its Asian neighbors and those of important players during the Paris peace negotiations, including the US, Australia, Canada, China, the European Union, EU, Japan, and Russia. As a result of its international relations, various charitable organizations have assisted with social, economic, and civil infrastructure needs. While the violent ruptures of the 1970s and 1980s have passed, several border disputes between Cambodia and its neighbors persist. There are disagreements over some offshore islands and sections of the boundary with Vietnam and undefined maritime boundaries. Cambodia and Thailand also have border disputes, with troops clashing over land immediately adjacent to the Priyavihir Temple in particular, leading to a deterioration in relations. Most of the territory belongs to Cambodia, but a combination of Thailand disrespecting international law, Thai troops upbuild in the area and lack of resources for the Cambodian military have left the situation unsettled since 1962. Cambodia and China have cultivated ties in the 2010s. A Chinese company with the support of the People's Liberation Army built a deep water seaport along 90 kilometers, 56 miles stretch of Cambodian coastline of the Gulf of Thailand in Kokong province. The port is sufficiently deep to be used by cruise ships, bulk carriers, or warships. Cambodia's diplomatic support has been invaluable to Beijing's effort to claim disputed areas in the South China Sea. Because Cambodia is a member of ASEAN, and because under ASEAN rules the objections of one member can thwart any group initiative, Cambodia is diplomatically useful to China as a counterweight to Southeast Asian nations that have closer ties to the United States.